Welcome to Small Business Big Network, the podcast for small business owners who want big results from their networking. I'm Liz Drury, a freelance voiceover artist who knows that if you're not working, then networking could help. Amanda Whitehead is the owner of a health and wellness business called Purposefully Nourished. She says she's not a natural networker, but it's definitely been worthwhile persevering with. Thank you for being my podcast guest today, Amanda. Thank you for having me, Liz. It's lovely to be here. Now, you're a business owner in the health and wellbeing space, but have you always worked in that sector? What's your background? So my background is in the health and wellbeing sector. I've been in the industry for about 26 years now. Um, It started with me going to college straight from school and studying beauty therapy. So doing facials and waxing and making people's nails look pretty, massage. Um, But I've always had a real passion for health, gut health, mental health. Um, And I found myself going down more of a the journey of skincare and massage. So I specialized in this for quite a while. Um, I was getting more and more people coming to me with anxiety, um, depression, lifestyle diseases. And at the same time, I was going through my own health um, issues. So I was trying to find things for myself um, and my daughters and started realizing the impact of environment as well as what we're eating. And so decided to do my health and nutrition coaching certificate and work with people on a much deeper level when I was doing their massages. Um, Then COVID hit Mm -hmm. and I don't particularly like the word, but we all had to pivot. And um, for me, that was working more just as a health and nutrition coach and really working with my clients for them to understand exactly how their bodies work and the importance of nourishing the inside but also looking at that environment that they're in as well. Um, And that's what's brought me here today, really, and um, loving every minute of it. So is being self-employed something that you always wanted to do? No, is the honest answer. (laughs) However, um, I'm not very good at a nine to five. I don't like to be told what to do. And I like to have that flexibility. So again, it's been a journey and I think it carries on being a journey because we evolve in everything that we do, but it is something that I love because I can choose to do what I do, but I do sometimes find it challenging being disciplined and getting the work done and not having someone there keeping you accountable. Mm. And and do you find the, the other extreme as well? Sometimes you end up doing more work than you perhaps would have done had you been employed. Yes. And I think um, it's took me a while to get to a place where I've happily delegated things. So I have um, my daughter, for instance, helps me with my social media. So I'm not wearing so many hats because she can wear them all. Mm. Um, And again, this is where we, with our health, end up burnt out. Mm. So, yeah, you do end up working a lot more hours um, if you're not, again, disciplined with uh, with what you do yeah and and obviously as self-employed if you if you don't work you don't get paid so Mm -hmm. it's um it's it's getting that balance isn't it yeah yeah definitely so who are your clients then who is it that you particularly like to work with so originally it was more ladies but I have to say there's more men um that I work with as well now uh and I actually 
reached out to a lot of my clients um, to ask them what words they would use before they started working with me and after they started working mm. with me. And the word stuck came a lot of the time. So really I work with people that are feeling stuck. Most of my clients are struggling with um, digestive issues, skin issues or anxiety and, um, and stress or depression. And they're just feeling like they lack energy. They're struggling to focus. So when I've worked with them, um, they have more energy. They feel heard because a lot of them say that they feel stuck because they don't know where to go, that, you know, people don't listen. So they feel heard and they really reconnect with themselves and who they truly are because they understand what's going on. And I think quite often in society now we're all put into boxes aren't we mm. if you've got a certain ailment you should be doing this or you should be doing that and for my clients I love it when they get that light bulb that actually there's nobody else like them on this earth because we're all very unique and what works for us doesn't necessarily work for someone else so taking that responsibility and finding what works for you so they can then go and live life on their terms understand how their bodies communicate with them and then tweak as they go along. Mm. Um, I call it seasons that we're in, regardless mm. of whether it's business or whether it's health, but we're always evolving. So if we know what's going on, it's easier to tweak things rather than be lost and not really know where you're going. Mm. So how specifically do you help them? What kind of changes do you help them to make in their lives? So I look at um, what's going on. We look at what the root causes are of the symptoms that they're experiencing. And then usually it's tweaking their food choices um, and sometimes tweaking how they start the day, how they end their day. Um, it might be giving them alternatives. So some people might need to be um, gluten-free. So I give them alternatives to what they can have. So I don't like calorie counting. I don't think I don't believe in calorie counting. So we look more at how they're nourishing their body and asking the question of the food choices that they're making. How is it nourishing? And does it contain nutrients? But we also look at um, how, they're, how they're thinking, what they're, how they're going through their day. And quite often we look at um, the wheel of life. I don't know if you've come across that. Mm. You may have, because it's used a lot in business. But it's basically something that looks at all areas, <clears throat> excuse me, of your life. And then I ask them to choose which one they want to focus on. Because if your health's not great and we focus on that, then other parts of your life actually improve. Mm. Um, I had one guy who came to me uh, a little while back. He was really stressed. His hair was falling out. He was constantly fatigued. And when we looked at what he was doing, he was drinking up to, I think it was eight cups of tea a day. Mm. And he was having three teaspoons of sugar in those Ooh. each day. Um, he wasn't eating vegetables. He was working out a lot and he was getting exhausted. He wasn't eating vegetables because he was worried that that was going over his calorie intake. Mm. So what we did with him was he had his first cup of tea in the morning. He had the three teaspoons of sugar. But what I asked him to do was after that, have the tea, but just have a teaspoon of honey. It's still sugar, but it's in a healthier form. Mm. Um, and he 
actually said to me three weeks later that he couldn't actually face having tea with honey in it. But what he'd done was he would have the tea in a morning when he wasn't working, but the mornings that he was working, he told himself he didn't have time. So within three weeks, he'd gone from having eight to 10 cups of tea a day to having three cups of tea a week. He'd brought in the vegetables um, and he liked white rice, but what he started doing was bringing in more vegetables with the white rice because white rice turns to sugar really quickly. Mm. And that meant that it was slower releasing. And within three weeks, he was seeing his energies go up. He was sleeping better and his hair was growing back. And it was just literally little tiny tweaks. So when I'm working with clients, it's them understanding that they don't have to make massive, massive change. It's whatever is doable for them. Mm. And we take small steps towards what they want to achieve themselves. Yeah. Now, obviously, every everyone that you work with is different, and you'll you'll tailor your advice to them. But are there any you know, simple tips that are useful for for anyone to use? Yeah. So one of them is to stay super hydrated at all times, um, and just understand that things like squashes, coffee, and normal tea aren't going to help you be hydrated because quite often the sugars will dehydrate you, mm. the caffeine will. So having things like plain water or water that's infused with fresh fruit or herbs, um, herbal teas, things like that will keep you um, well hydrated. And that helps with energy. It helps with mood. It helps mm -hmm. with you having more focus and more clarity. Um, having lots of different fiber. So not in the form of bread or pasta or rice, but in the form of lots of fresh fruit and vegetables and just trying to eat as many different colors foods as you can mm. because then you're getting lots of different nutrients as well but the different fibers from all of those foods will feed your bacteria in your gut which is called your microbiome and ideally you should have a good variety of different ones so the more fibers you're eating the more variety you have and the more you'll see that you're body is more balanced and again you're sleeping better your mood's better you've got more energy um from an outside point of view I'm a massive believer of breath work because quite often we don't breathe properly mm -hmm. we we shallow breathe because mm -hmm. it's automatic we don't have to think about it so starting your day with even if you if you don't do it starting your day with 10 or 20 deep breaths a day um, and maybe even doing that at night time as well, because in the morning you can use your breath to energize and at night you can use it to relax and just calm um, and give yourself time to just sit. Because, again, we don't we're mm. always doing whenever yep. just being. so just sitting and giving yourself some time out just to ask what's going on within. Um, and that can help as well with just keeping you nice and grounded and calm. And it also, for me personally, helps me massively with gaining clarity on where I want to go and how I'm going to do that. Um, so there's four there. I don't want to overload. Um, but it is very much about doing both because um, if you're in a stressful situation, for instance, you can be eating all the vegetables and fruits that you want, but your digestive system won't work properly. So by doing that breath work or by taking that just five or 10 minutes out of your day to just sit and be will help you stay relaxed and that will help your digestive system work better. So you're absorbing the nutrients mm -hmm. from your food better. Yeah. 
great tips. Now, I know that you're the uh, the general governor for mental health in Lincolnshire. What does that role involve? So basically that role is um, me helping to get other people's voices across for how, you know, how they would love to see um, mental health um, change or as a carer myself um, with my daughter, I know that quite often you don't feel listened to. So I'm very passionate about mental health. I am a mental health advocate and I think it's really important that whether you are a patient that's actually suffering or you are a carer that's looking after someone that's going through those challenges you feel heard Um, and for me that's something that as a governor sitting on that board I have the ability to do and um, and help people be listened to and hopefully make the changes that need to be um, made Okay, so let's have a little chat now about about networking. How do you use networking within your business? So networking within my business is, um, it's not really about selling, it's about building relationships, it's Mm. about meeting new people. And sometimes it's about meeting those people that you can collaborate with as well, because Mm. I think if we actually build a community, of people that can do different things that we can actually um, work alongside each other, then when you come across clients, there might be things that I can't help them with. But if I know someone that can, it's easier for them if we can refer. Um, And also from another point of view, I know that I'm not everyone's cup of tea. So if I can't work with them for whatever reason, it's great to have other people that, again, you can refer to because they might get on with them better or there might be something that they can really like hone in and help them. So for me, from a networking point of view, it's about building those relationships, creating that community um, and working together to help each other out. And I think especially these last two or three years, networking has actually been really important, mm-hmm. not just from a business point of view, but actually from a personal point of view. Because yeah. I think if you've got a good network, you can support each other in all things as well. Yeah, absolutely. So where, where do you go to network? So I network online quite a bit. Um, I'm getting back in to the in-person ones. Mm-hmm. Um but life for me at the minute is really full on caring for my mom, um, supporting my daughter. So I've kind of fell off the wagon, but usually I'll go to um, Lincoln Business Club. Um, I've done uh, foreign networking mm-hmm. in the past. I'm not quite sure if that's actually still around now. Um, and I also do uh, networking in person with different co-production groups that are around mental health um, with different um, people that are in different areas. So social prescribers, for instance, um, and then online. The beauty of that is that there's people all around the world because they quite yes. often will be. So that's quite nice because you meet other people and you also find out what's going on in their world as well mm. and, you know, where they are. Um, so I try and blend online and in person wherever I can now, really. Yeah. Yeah. 4, 4N is, is still going. A lot of it's online now. I'm not sure if there's 
um, in-person meetings in our area or not. But I know there are in some parts of the company, uh, country rather. Um, so what what difference do you think that networking make makes to your business? I think for me, networking for my business, it helps me because you have people that are also self-employed. And from a self-employment point of view, they relate to the challenges that you might be going through. Um, and again, like I say, I'm a one-man band, so to speak, at the minute. So it's great to just have that support and um, feel like you've got um, other people that get you, if that yes. makes sense, yes. you know. <laughs> Um, so I think, you know, it's important for me, um, networking and I love, I love to meet people. I love to have the conversations. I love to sit and listen. Um, but I love to serve wherever I can as well. And like I said before, that's not necessarily in just what I do. It might be that I'm relating to what they're going through mm. and we can give each other tips of how we got through it or, um, give up each other ideas of what you can do to grow or reach out to different people so you can expand um, and just just have that community that has your back I think yeah, yeah. and do you think that networking is something that, that comes naturally to you no <laughs> I think um, I'm better than I was um, I remember going to my first networking um, it, I think it was a few years back now um, and I went in and I just froze I was just <laughs> oh my gosh one thing that I did learn about myself though was I'm really good one-on-one but I wasn't great in groups mm. and now I'm much more confident um, and relaxed to go and actually approach a group yeah. And chat to them but it took me a long time to get there though I have to say it wasn't something that came naturally at all but you feel it's been worth persevering with it oh yeah absolutely absolutely and I think one of the things that I learned as well is sometimes as humans we're great putting this front on that we've got it all together but actually underneath we're all just paddling the same yeah um <laughs> we just learn to maybe I don't know if cover up is the right word but we we learn to cope I suppose we have our own coping mechanisms mm. so it's nice to know that everybody else at some point feels the same and goes through the same things it's not just you yeah and I think that's really useful you know to to admit that you're not a natural networker and it's something that you've had to work out but it's been worthwhile yeah no absolutely and I would highly recommend it to anybody if they're I think it doesn't matter whether you're self-employed or if you're in a company, if it's something, you know, that it doesn't just grow your business, it grows you personally. Yes. Because you have to learn how to communicate differently, you know, and like I said, you learn how to actively listen and, you know, and you push yourself out of your comfort zone because quite often for me, I go to these places on my own and mm. just walking into somewhere it can be quite daunting sometimes. But if you push yourself out of that comfort zone and you prove to yourself you're all right, it just gets easier. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say it doesn't get less nerve-wracking when you go to a new one because it's new people again. But I think you certainly pick up um, different things that help you to just relax and actually um, become a part of it. But I think it's also important that you find what works for you because I think years ago when I started it was really easy to just be going everywhere networking mm -hmm. but I wasn't then necessarily 
I suppose really getting from it as in building the relationships and things um, as much as what I am now, because I think you, you can get too busy mm. and you can get too lost in it all. And that, and it's also fitting in everything else that you've got to do within a business. So finding the ones that work for you, um, that you find enjoyable, then I would say find those and stick to them rather than doing absolutely every single one yeah. um, and not really giving you all, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, no, I think that that's good advice. So what plans do you have for the future of, of your business? So plans for the future of my business. Um, one thing that I would like to do is build a community where as I help people, they start educating other people that they know. So we start really helping each other. Um, I've started writing articles, so I'm writing more for magazines and things now, which, again, it's about getting the word out there more. Um, and for me, I think it's really um, helping to make those changes around mental health and really I bang the drum about this all the time because it's something I'm really passionate about but really getting people to understand how connected we are and if you've got mental health issues you've got physical health it impacts your emotional health and it also impacts your spiritual health as well and when I say that I don't mean from a religious point of view I mean having belief in yourself that things can change mm. and and they can get they can improve and get better but we have to look at ourselves as that one being and I think quite often we separate all those sections of our bodies and we look at either, oh, it's just mental health or it's just physical. Mm -hmm. And if we can start looking at it from a functional medical point of view, I guess, of actually treating the whole being, we'll see so much change and, and so many improved lives. Yeah. So finally then, Amanda, if people want to connect with you, what's the best place to find you? So I'm on social media on Instagram as Purposefully Nourished and um, LinkedIn as Amanda Whitehead. But you can also um, get me on my email, which is www... No, sorry, that's my email. <laughs> that's, <a website. laughs> that's my website. So my email address is amanda at purposefullynourished.com. Um, if you want to go to my website, it's www.purposefullynourished.com. And there's all the ways that you can work with me. Um, we can have a chat and see where I may be able to help you and if there's solutions we can come to together because that's another thing. I work with my clients. It's not about telling them what to do. It's about helping them find what they can do so they can start taking responsibility and being independent and learning what's right for them and what they don't like and what they do like. Yeah, lovely. Well, thank you for being my guest and uh, best of luck with your business and with your networking. Thanks ever so much. I wish you all the best as well, Liz. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Small Business Big Network. If you found this podcast useful, please do rate, review and subscribe. And don't forget to share it with the rest of your network too.